0: It's the Jersey Hardwood Podcast, episode number two, sponsored by LG Insurance. I'm Steve Titchener, and I'm joined by John McAlevey. And John, a lot to unpack here. A big week for Rutgers basketball. It started with the announcement uh, last week that Dylan Harper uh, will stay in state and follow his brother's footsteps to uh, Rucker is this huge announcement, number two recruit in the
1: country, John. Boom! And, and you, that, te- that, you team that him with loud sonic boom you heard. He's coming out of the Scattaway.
0: And you team him with Ace Bailey, and it's just like it's by far the best recruiting class RU's U's had, uh, and one of the best in the country. I don't know exactly where it ranks right now, but it, it's right up there.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, well, let's let's not bury the lead. Let's get into that after we talk about your your. Starlet Night and your evening Saturday night. So I want you to, uh, for our listeners, tell us about um, your evening down at the Rock. Your impressions, first of all, uh, the commute in, uh, the crowd that was there, and then um, you know just how the whole game went down.
0: Well, it was uh, it was great crowd. Uh, you know, for me, it's cool because I you know I like uh, I like going to the Rock. Go to a lot of Devils games. As you know, uh Matt's my neighbor and it's nice to get devil's tickets and then just jump on the train. I can walk to the train station. So it's great. And so uh for me, getting to the rocks, a piece of cake, just take the train in. Uh, you know, I got lousy seats. Um, you know, they had the lower bowl. They didn't in past years, I think they they opened the upper bowl. I guess they're not doing that anymore. So tickets were limited, but you know, I kind of held on. Uh, and got, ended up getting the one single seat behind the basket. I I, show, I sent a picture to you guys. That was my yeah, seat. Yeah, I saw that. So, uh, but it was fine. Um, a lot of blue around me. Very little red in my area. Uh, a lot of blue, but there was there was plenty of Rutgers fans there. Um, so the lower ball uh, was packed. Uh, I ended up getting to see. I mean, come on, the seats were like over hundred bucks, John. Um, Is that right? Which you know, hey, listen, I mean, okay. I'll pay it. It's, you know, I, I want to go to the game. I'm an alum, all that stuff, but come on, Hunter, you know, that you a good seat. Like is if you want a good seat, like, you know, like on the, where you're not behind a basket is 120, 150 bucks, whatever. So I ended wow. up getting, I ended up getting a seat for like 60 bucks or something. Cause I held out and bought it that, that day. Um, so whatever uh, I was behind the basket, really good crowd. A um, lot of energy. Um, you know, and, and I, it's great. I mean, Seton Hall's got good fans, um, and, and they're into, they're into their, their team, which is cool. And so, and it makes it just a cool atmosphere. It really is. Um, and, uh, the game, I got to tell you, going into it, you know, we could talk a little bit. You
1: were bit. not thinking that you were going to do so high. No, you I mean, we'll and we'll talk, we'll,
0: we'll talk, we'll double back to the Wake Forest game and all that. But, but, um, uh, yeah, I, I just, they weren't playing well. Uh, they really had a stinker in North Carolina and, and um, they just really didn't seem like uh, they were, uh, they really had, had an idea what, uh, you know, what this team is and what the rotation is. And it just seemed like there was a lot of missing pieces or moving parts, whatever. It just, there was no cohesiveness. And, and, uh, I just wasn't sure that they could put it together. Now, I know Seton Hall's not lighting up the world either. So no. Uh, and that ended up being, being the case. But, but I gotta say, um, Rutgers played a very good game. And John, it's, it's a really, it's a really simple concept, isn't And, and, you know, look, both of these teams are similar in a lot of ways. I mean, they're, they're both, you know, it's kind of almost a defense first kind of thing. I mean, last year's game was like a total rock fight at the rack. Um, this, uh, there's a little bit more scoring. But the thing is, I mean, Rutgers scored 70 points. Rutgers made shots, John. And it's really not that, listen, they're going to play, play solid defense. That's, that's what, that's their, uh, that's their makeup. And that's, uh, that's what Pykel's instilled in this program. Okay. And then it's almost like, yeah, I don't care. And he plays that. I don't care about offense and whatever happened. That takes care of itself. Uh, You know, we always argue this point. that It really doesn't take care of itself. You got to hit shots. They scored 70 points. Okay. And that's how they won that game. I mean, they played some good defense. They played some good defense, but they hit some shots. And that's what you have to do to win games. And that's what they did. (laughs) Uh, it's,
1: And it's and, just not that hard, right? It's no, simple. No, you, you defend on your end of the floor, and you you find enough points to to score, and you're all set.
0: Right, and they um, uh, and they played good defense. I mean, Seton Hall had it. Their guards had a rough night. They really did. Yeah. Isaiah Coleman was not good. Uh, Dawes couldn't hit anything. So yeah. they um, you know, the only guy who could do anything really was Kadari Richmond. Dre Davis hit a couple shots. Richmond, you could tell he's their star. Uh and oh
1: without a doubt. You
0: know, he had twenty-one, he had like nine boards. He's he's you know, he's a good player. Uh, he can play in
1: the NBA. He's got that size and yeah, he's got that game. I
0: think so. Um he was probably you know, the best player on the court. And that was that's yep. what made me nervous going into this game is basically the best yeah. player on the court was, was Kadari Richmond. And, you know, yeah. they play good defense. And I thought, okay, if Rutgers is gonna get into this this thing where they're bogged down and they can't score and they have these long droughts but it just never really happened. And I got to tell you, yeah. you know, there's a couple of things I liked. I liked, uh, Jamichael Davis, uh, starting yeah. at point guard. He's a, he's a natural point guard and he hit some shots. He's starting to get comfortable, th- you know, and yeah. he hit a couple threes, you know, he had a couple, um, you know, he had 11 points, I think four of eight shooting. I mean, I'll take that six assists. He played very well. And there, you know, Derek Simpson coming off the bench, maybe that's the way to go, uh, moving forward. But, uh, and he's a freshman too, so that was very encouraging. And his, you know, and Cliff played well. I mean, defensively, he's he's got. this one thing about, it, if anything, if he has, ever has a chance in the NBA, it, it would be because his, you know, just you know, around the basket, his, his his defense around the basket, his play around the basket. But he's still, you know. And he actually hit a couple shots. He had a couple baby hooks. So he's got to hit those shots. He's got to hit them. I know. He did have yeah. a couple. He did have a couple, um, last Saturday, uh, which was nice. He had 11 points. He ended up getting the MVP, but I got to say, you know, what? had a very little mention of Noah Fernandez and the 19 points and he won that game
1: for Rutgers. He did. Yeah. He was the one I saw. Just no question uh, of him interviewed afterwards. He
0: had three pointers, a, cu- a couple of clutch three pointers. Second half, he was excellent. He was the one who was taking the ball in bounds and then hitting his foul shots. He won that yeah. game and he played very steadily. Yeah, uh, but, he and did. I'm just saying that there wasn't a lot of mention about him. Cliff got the, uh, the MVP, a lot of talk about Jamichael Davis and also, and I can understand you're excited about the young guys. Uh, and also uh, Gavin Griffiths started out really solid, uh, kind of faded a little bit. And then he had a uh, freshman mistake at the end there when the when the t- when the the time clock was widening down. He got a rebound at the beginning of the shot clock and fired up a three. It's yeah, like, you, you know, can't get, do that. Eat, eat clock. Come on, man. But, you know, well, fresh, freshman mistake. But uh, he, he, had, he had flashes, man. I mean, he,
1: quit- I'm telling you, with the goggles, you think that this guy is not going to do anything.
0: Yeah. And, and then, bam. He's no, he's, 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 really he's got a stuff. quick release. He's got a quick first step. I think you're going to see a lot, a lot of impressive, uh, uh, basketball from him. No doubt. I mean, he did again. He, he slowed down in the second half. Uh, but, uh, it, it was promising. So it w- how he played was very promising. So the young guys, Jamichael Davis and Gavin Griffiths. But again, you know, that steadiness from, from Noah Fernandes was, was very impressive. You know, wasn't big on the rebound assist and things, but you know, he scored.
1: Yeah, 19 and he, points. It's still 19 Rutgers points. Rutgers needs that.
0: Rutgers needs someone, and maybe he's the guy at the end of the game who will throw it, It will get up, and he had a drop step. It got a little, yep. uh, looked like a little Geo there. He had a couple drops. He had a one drop step, three, that was beautiful. So,
1: and now let me ask you something. How was the crowd? I mean, you said it was, obviously it wasn't evenly matched, but Rutgers is a, is a lot bigger school than than is. Oh Seton yeah, but it, it was and that see-
0: you know the cool thing it was it was it favored Seton Hall and should I want to say maybe thirty percent rockers maybe thirty percent red, okay. maybe. And but so definitely- how were
1: things headed into the break? Uh, Rutgers had an eight point lead at halftime. I mean, were you were you feeling confident? What, what were you? Why well,
0: you can't because it's you, we see this. I mean, so the interesting thing is toward the end, right? They had a they had a comfortable lead and and you know. Everybody's, you know, a lot of the Seton Hall fans were leaving, and I was like, "Look, this is a team that blew a ten-point lead in a minute yeah. and five seconds last right. year. I mean, everybody, yeah. hold off here." And then they started in with the, "Are you? Are you?" And I'm like, "Guys, man, I'm gonna let's finish this thing." And that's where I, I, I thought where, where Fernandez and even uh, Jamichael Davis hit uh, some foul shots too, but they needed to hit their foul shots at the end, or they would have I been know. in trouble again.
1: You know, they're getting real hairy. You know. Yeah. See, you
0: know, I'll cut it to six, and I'm like, you know, listen, you know, a couple missed foul shots and a couple threes, and we're right back in misery. So yeah,
1: that front end of the one and one is what I used to tell the kids when I was coaching. I would say you got to give me at least that front end. I mean, if you if you chunk away that first one there, that's just throwing away two yeah, points. It
0: it it's critical. And it's I really and, uh, and Cliff hit his foul shots.
1: Cliff yeah, hit his foul not, shots
0: it, and, and and pulled down rebounds and played great defense he got the MVP played very well and it was encouraging. It looked like they're starting to get it. Like they're starting to get the, you know, the, uh, the chess pieces on the board, they're figuring out who's, you know, who's playing uh, where at at what time, you know, and, and, uh, and Paykel's figuring it out, uh, because the rotations were all over the place. And it seems I like what I saw Saturday night and, uh, you know, it was uh um, yes. it was it was you a listen, lively you, crowd you, good yeah. energy but um but it, in the end um in the end Rutgers prevailed and and
1: well, you know uh, what, Steve, youth you, youth was served i mean the, you're getting 22 points combined from t- your two freshmen there griffiths and davis that's really important and then you know they're going to be they will be the ones that will be around with this new re- great recruiting class that comes in next year which we're going to talk about a little bit more later but um, you know when you can get twenty-two points from kids like that playing in their first ever Garden State showcase, that's
0: important. Uh, it's great, really. I mean, that was a it's a big storyline in this is is, uh, is is Griffiths and Davis for sure, and to just see him get a little more comfortable and if they can start developing, is keep that going. And I see a huge game from uh from uh, from Gavin Griffiths coming and against a big opponent too. Uh, and how
1: about we we have we failed to mention Moat Mag was back.
0: At, oh. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a big, big storyline as well. I know. And I'm looking at it on the line. I'm like, wait, you know, I was just right. As you said that I'm like, man, we haven't mentioned Mag yet. Yes. Yeah. Mag came back, uh, eight, eight rebounds, you know, very active on the, um, uh, on, on the, on the floor. Um, yep. you know, the defense is there. I, uh, you know, as, as Michael said, he's a glue guy. He does a lot of the things that you need to win. Um, again, just those eight boards. Now they weren't, perfect on the boards I think Seton Hall still out rebounded him but um it was better uh, it, actually uh Rutgers got a had a number of uh, offensive rebounds um and second chances and look it, it was uh it was it was a team effort and mag was a big part of I mean it was a, I think it gave the, the 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 team a shot in the arm as well sure and so sure. Uh, and-, and, and he didn't score but and he will he will yep. because he could he was, you know, he was he was playing his best basketball when he went down last year. It was a huge without blow. a doubt.
1: Yeah. Huge Did blow. Did he get to hurt was that in the Michigan State game?
0: Michigan State game at the Garden. Oh,
1: that so, was a great game. Yes, you were there. It was. That had a lot of energy.
0: Yes. So was it just that a, was
1: a great game.
0: It was a huge blow. And so I
1: remember
0: so, that. And so having him back is huge. And he will he'll start scoring too. And uh, uh they still, you know, the concerns are still like they're still sloppy around the basket. Yeah. Um, Rebounding is still a concern. Uh, going yeah. on these cold, uh, you know that that didn't happen Saturday night. They didn't. Um, no. They they kept scoring. They didn't go on these cold. They just get cold for like numerous possessions. Like you know, Wake Forest. Let's look at. I mean, you know, you know they they battle back. Slow starts. They had a slow start against Illinois. They battle back in that game, and then they just you know it's a wash, and they just laid an egg in the second half. In North Carolina, they cut it to two, and then Wake right. Forest went on an eighteen-point uh, run, and that yeah. was it—eighteen-zero run—and it ended up being a blowout. And uh, because they just go cold, and that's the big problem—the cold streaks—and you, did, you didn't Speaking see that. Speaking of cold
1: s- streaks, let's let's turn our attention a little bit towards Seton Hall on Saturday night, and you mentioned Kadari Richmond. He He's their guy. He's going to be their, their breadwinner. Um, he takes 18 shots. And then their other guy who they, they're hoping is going to ring the bell, Alamir Dawes, you mentioned, talk about not being able to throw a ball in the ocean. Three for 16. <laughs> and oh, how about this? 15 of those 16 shots he took were three-point shots.
0: They were. He just couldn't hit them. How about him.
1: taking the ball to the rim? They get couldn't them the hit back? their
0: threes. They, and, and that was the break that Jeez. Rutgers, you know, I mean, look, it's, look. Give Rutgers credit because they played defense. But yeah, Dawes was, was, oh my God,
1: go to the rim. And then, you know, you get to the free throw line and maybe, you know, the old thing, you see a free throw go through the net. You start to get that feeling like, all right, this is going to go down. And so he's three for 16 and 15 of those shots were from behind the arc. And then another thing that sticks out, Seton Hall missed uh, 11 free throws, 16 for 27. You shoot 59%. You're not going to beat anybody. And then You know, in a seven-point game, and and some of those I'm sure were front ends of the one and one. I mean, that
0: that really puts nah, they, you behind the bad, eight ball. Bad bad night at the stripe. Uh, yeah. You know, Rutgers has had these nights, and so I I, I know it well. But it was uh. it was Seton Hall that struggled, and uh, you know, look, you got to credit Rutgers for good defense, but you know, at the stripe, when they come on at the foul line, got to hit your yeah. foul shots, and
1: I uh, mean, on it for a team that that you know, leaves little margin for error. I, I don't think this, and I'm sure Matt would, would readily admit to this. This is not going to be a, um, you know, signature Seton Hall team this year, a, a, a real, you know, top of the big East conference. Cause as good as the big East is, I think it's a middle of the pack team this year for them to to make any noise. I mean, you gotta, you gotta make some free throws. You can't miss 11 free throws and expect to win a game, especially, no. you know, and one miss against all your threes.
0: friend. And they they only lost by seven. Think about it. They yeah. was, you know, hit hit a few three throws and a couple threes, and you're up in this game. I mean, it's it's you know, but that you again, you go back to it. And Rutgers has been on the other side of this so many times. You got to hit your shots, and you got to hit your free yeah. throws. they I mean, did not they have, have that
1: issue. They only by a couple, but it's not like they got killed off the glass. Um, they had a they had a ton of offensive rebounds. They just mm-hmm. didn't seem to be able to put them back in, and so um, you know. You pick up the pieces and and head on now, both teams will be headed towards conference play yeah um uh, Rutger, Rutgers already has one under their belt, but um Seton Hall will uh had a game uh, theyd to get tonight. well they they, they play
0: tonight, John um yeah we're recording they, they this and buried
1: did they bury Monmouth?
0: yeah uh, well I didn't actually bury him but they beat him seventy to sixty one right. uh you know Isaiah Coleman had a bounce back night. Uh, Because he was not, he did not play well against Rutgers. They handled him pretty well defensively.
1: Yeah, he only played 12 minutes against Rutgers.
0: He had had 17 points. Um, All right. Dawes uh, Dawes had 12 points. Uh, uh, Betty Ako, he's a nice player. I mean, he rebounds. Uh, You know, 10 10 boards and 11 uh, points. uh, I think, what did he have? I think he had like 13 boards. Well, he had 11 boards against uh, Rutgers, too. So he... He did. Yeah. Well, he's big guy in the middle,
1: anybody else
0: up front, big guy in the middle. So, uh, yeah. And Richmond, Gary Richmond only had six points. So it was, uh, it was the guard play. It was the guard play that was terrible against Rutgers, but they, they bounced back against Mammoth. So, Hey, look, you got to start with that, right? They're six and four. Now they're heading into conference play soon, but here's a, here's a cool story, John. Uh, Xander Rice, cause we, you know, listen, this is the Jersey Hardwood, uh, podcast. Well, Mom, it's a Jersey team. You know, they were, is ter- that
1: Kings, son?
0: Uh, they were, no, no, they were terrible last year. Um, uh, Mom, and so now uh, they're five and five. They beat West Virginia at the beginning of the season and they got this kid, Xander Rice, who's, uh, he's from West Long Branch.
1: Well, his father's the coach. His father's King Rice, I have to believe his father's King Rice.
0: Well, he went to Bucknell. All okay. right. And then he's as a grad transfer, he came to he came to Mammoth. He's been great. And he scored twenty points. Yeah, he's points.
1: averaging twenty points.
0: Yeah, he had he had uh he had thirty against uh West Virginia uh yep. when they won that game too. So but why would he why wouldn't he play at Monmouth from the beginning? Why would he
1: go to Bucknell? That's a good question. I do not know that.
0: Good, good for him. So he he, yeah. he came home and uh and he's uh it, it's it's a pretty cool story, yeah. Uh, so far, um and uh, and Mammoth is you know look five hundred. I mean they were like terrible last year, so yeah. uh, maybe they're gonna have a bounce uh, back season, uh which, which is nice. So um yeah, yeah so Seton Hall um they're gonna and then, wait they go and they play. Missouri.
1: I know they're up in uh, Rhode Island.
0: They play the Friars pretty no, soon. No, I'm just, I, 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 I had it buried in my papers here. They're, they're going to Missouri. I mean, yeah. so they
1: don't,
0: you know, then this is the argument that everybody's saying that Peichel's got to do this. He's got to take on these toughs, this tough schedule early so that you can get some quality wins and put that on your resume. But for Seton Hall right now, I mean, going to Baylor, going to Missouri, I mean, they're, they're taking it on, but boy. Um, How about
1: this for your next as you mentioned, the schedule playing Missouri. Okay. Then playing UConn, then they're at Xavier, then at Providence, then (laughs) home for Marquette. How about that stretch? That's a rough
0: run. And the big, big East is, if
1: they could steal one of those games, two of those games, I mean, good grief. That is a, that is a stretch. The national champions come to town. Marquette's number seven in the country. They come to town. I mean, wow! That this is going to be tough.
0: Well, it's a tough year for the, for the Hall because the Big East is brutal this year. I mean, there's so yeah, many good is. teams, and uh, running
1: the gauntlet.
0: Yeah. So uh, Holloway's got his work cut out for him, right? Just Whoa, got a doubt, he, he just got That's here. Why I was
1: surprised. You know, he hasn't really recruited well. I mean, you know, he's he's in the Big East now. He's not, you know, at St. Peter's any longer. He's really got to step it up recruiting wise and.
0: Well, the idea was he was going to be very top
1: talent. Yet
0: he was going to be very good in that spot. But I mean, like we said it last week, I, I don't know. I mean, um, nil money's involved, right? And um, and yep. uh, you know, is South Orange the destination? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a fine school, and you know, right outside uh, New York City. And uh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, they've but done,
1: kids all they've done go well to in the, the past. So if he can convince them that he can get them to the NBA, they'll go and play anywhere. So I, I think that, um, I think it's just, he's got to break through. He's really got to break through with, with some of these kids to, uh, to keep pace. I mean, um, I see the same thing at Providence. It's not necessarily a destination, um, that is, you know, <laughs> it's not the greatest in the world. So you, you got to sell these kids on, you know, you're know you the only game in town, and you have a chance to play in the nba and that's really what they want and now with all the nil money i mean you got to entice them with that kind of stuff as well it's speaking of nil i just read today that um uh, oh god her name escapes me now the star caitlin caitlin uh iowa over at the at uh, at iowa the basketball girl Mm -hmm. she just signed with gatorade so that's probably going to be filling in her pockets with even more. Caitlin, I forget her last name yeah, right she, now. She
0: was on it. she was in a State Farm commercial.
1: Yeah, recently, she's in State so. Farm. She's got State, her big one, State Farm, Raid and I forget who the, the, the next one is, but she is um, rolling in it, shall we say.
0: Oh, no, yeah. And, uh, well, she's the, she's the female Steph Curry, right? She I is. Mean, so, and she's, uh
1: She's uh impressed. I'm, I'm putting her in the Google machine. Her name is escaping me right now. Caitlin Clark. That's it. I knew I was gonna say Carter. It's Caitlin Clark. Yeah, she's yeah. she's rolling in I just, uh, the Gatorade Dell now.
0: I just uh, hit the Google machine as well because I just it's escaping <laughs> yeah, me too two
1: old parts. We can't think like we used to. No, I'm telling you. So oh, um boy. but so what's up what's on tap now for rutgers? We went through Seton Hall's hall schedule. Take me through what is um what is next for the Scarlet Knights? Well, right, you know,
0: I mean, it's pretty. It's, it's, oh, they got Saturday games. Uh, they got uh, LIU this Saturday. I will be there. Sean will be there. Sean's got a photo credential. So we'll be down nice. for our site. So he'll be down on the court taking pictures Beautiful. of Clifford and the gang. Um, he did a
1: great job. Yeah. Steve.
0: So yeah, if anybody wants to just Sean go does on, a
1: hell of a job for
0: us. Yeah. So go go on to more sports now. It's all Sean Sean's photography. That's not stuff that's we're that's not stuff we're ripping off the, uh, the internet really? or anything. That's his that's no, his uh, that's his work. And um, yeah. and so he'll yeah he'll be uh, he'll be courtside for the LIU game, and then they play uh, Mississippi State at the Rock. I've got family commitments. You know, had a had a, a very very quick argument with my wife and was shut down quickly when I suggested oh, maybe okay. maybe I go later to this party and just forget it. Yeah. Um. So I could sneak off to the rock and and you know take separate cars. That whole thing. No. It was just yeah, it was shot down. So um, and the and the the big thing was well two days before Christmas really I'm like, look I mean I, I don't schedule the games come on. But Come uh, on, hon. but now this is this is Mississippi State. It was actually pretty good and it's at the Prudential Center. So um unfortunately I'm gonna be sneaking that on my phone. Yeah. Um right and then um and then they have um uh with Stony Hill or Stone Hill or someone um the following Saturday. So uh, you know, a challenge with Mississippi State and then a and a couple games that they sh- should have no problem with. And let's yeah. hope that's still the case because the teams that they're supposed to beat, they have had no problem with. It's just that it, it better better competition with it. it's been quite a challenge so far. But they did figure sure. out against Seton Hall. I think Seton Hall is going to be all right. But I think that both teams, honestly, John, are probably, you know, 500, maybe a little over 500, maybe, maybe NIT teams. Um, you know, I can't even with that performance against Seton Hall, and I think Rutgers will get better, especially what I saw on Saturday. But not sure they're a tournament team. They weren't last year. So right. I, I, please surprise me. Surprise me. I, I love it. If
1: you know? your team makes the NTA tournament this year, then their coach has done a hell of a job. Oh, yeah.
0: But, you know, I mean, a lot of, you know, they are picked, you know, 10th by many in the, uh, I think that was the consensus. And it's probably, they're just the middle of the pack right now. Big 10 right. team. Sometimes that's enough, but, uh I don't, I don't know. Um, It's just, there's, you know, and the the big boys are always just reloading and getting better. So uh, I I don't know. Um, And then, you know, after January, then the conference, uh, conference uh, schedule starts and then it's on. It is. So, and then that'll be exciting. I love, I love going to, to uh, Jersey Mike's arena.
1: Yeah. Well, as you mentioned, the big guys reload and get better. Why don't we circle back as we finish up with with this recruiting class i mean dylan harper is nationally the number three recruit in the 2024 class hello we know the story and where's ace Bailey? and his father's a long nba player uh-huh. and then not to be outdone ace bailey who's who's who comes in as the number two player in the nation so i mean when in, in a million years if i were to tell you Hey Steve, Rutgers is going to have the number two and three ranked player in the United States of America in <laughs> basketball. Would you ever believe me?
0: It, no, no, It's just it, incredible
1: it about that. And you can you can you get
0: you get Dylan following his brother in state, the whole thing, the pride and all that stuff. I love it.
1: Yeah, the Bailey maybe, thing. Where the maybe hell Maybe his did father that come has from? a lot he to do with that.
0: A it's, year ago, it's good stuff. But but Ace Bailey from Georgia. Where the
1: hell did that come from? <laughs> and it, that happened about a year ago.
0: I mean, you know, maybe came to the rack and you know, like Pichel and maybe, maybe Dylan Harper, maybe their buddies playing in their, you know, all-star games and such, whatever they do, McDonald's, yep. this and that, whatever, um Nike camps, whatever. um It, it just, you know, look, it worked out. Number
1: two players in the country from, from not in state and not from down the street, generally don't just fall into your lap. And that <laughs> no. seems to me, I mean, I'm sure they recruited him, but I'm sure. So did Duke and Kansas oh, and Kentucky sure. and UCLA and you know. Oh no! Listen, for Dylan Harper was Duke after.
0: and Kansas were still on the docket there, man. It was just like, yeah. And then I thought the delay of the announcement was like not good news that maybe he right. was going to go somewhere else. And then yep. to hear that he's staying home, man. It was just phenomenal news. I wish Rutgers not with-
1: to be outdone. They had the, the hundred and one ranked player. I don't know, Lathan Somerville or LaSan Somerville. Yeah. I don't know how he pronounces that name, but he's supposedly like a uh, not a real high flyer, sort of a, um, a not a plotter either, but he's a guy that does his work under the basket. And Good. So um, he's a four star recruit as well. So mm-hmm. you got three guys number two, number three, number 101. And then um, Brian Dortch is another forward who's coming from Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. He's mm-hmm. a guy that uh, that Rutgers went after hard. He's a three-star recruit at a at a real good school up in Boston. Brimmer in May. It's in Chestnut Hill, right in the uh, shadows of Boston College. And okay. the
0: fifth, your area too, in John. That you that's that. That sounds like Friar area to me.
1: It is. It is. Can't <laughs> yeah, be happy. The fifth player in that class uh, is from Warren, Michigan. Is Dylan Grant he's a 6 foot 7 forward and um he committed back in the summer and uh, all of these guys are signed except for Dylan um Dylan Harper and you know that will come in time That's has that to come in so, time yeah. but uh yeah amazing yeah. it's just amazing i mean i can't even believe it you know i'm taking a look here at my um rivals rankings and to see Rutgers in the middle here with, with these other schools. It's here we go. You ready? At this point, the top five ranked recruiting classes in college basketball. Duke is number one. Rutgers is number two. Amazing. Kentucky is number three. Okay. Um Rockers Missouri, ahead of Kentucky. They've been loading up at Missouri. <laughs> they're they're really having a great time. They're number four. Texas is five. North Carolina six Kansas seven. Purdue eight. Miami nine and Arizona 10. Now, if you were to go through that top 10 and tell me which one of these is not like the other one, you know, like the old, um, totally. Sesame street cartoon.
0: The only one crashing Crash? that party. Who's crashing He's that crashing par- top ten hard. party is I mean, Rutgers, man.
1: If, if well. it weren't for Rutgers, I'd say maybe Missouri. Okay. And they're, <laughs> they've had, you know, good teams in the past, yeah. but geez, number two is Rutgers. That's incredible. Uh, it's great. It like really the is. turd and the punch bowl. They are there. Yeah. It's good stuff.
0: Uh, that's good stuff yeah. so yeah and uh and a lot of uh, a lot of excitement ahead of us uh, john the season yeah. is young okay uh how yep. about how are your friars doing just give us give us a minute on your friars
1: doing okay doing okay they they um they have one more out of conference game i can't remember off the top of my head i think it's sacred heart uh coming up this weekend and then they dive into big East play. And it's hot and heavy because they have Marquette. Um, they have Marquette at home. I think it's Tuesday night. Unfortunately, it was right when the kids leave, so okay. and the students are not going to be there. But is, is your nephew, nephew still the manager? There. Yes, he is. He's That's having awesome. a, he's having a great time. He was out. It. Uh, he, we played uh, Oklahoma a week ago. We were. Th- oh, he travels with the team. and flows. We were losing twelve to nothing to start the game. Okay. Then we r- fly right back, take a 13 to 12 lead, hang in there the rest of the first half down, I think three or four. Uh, early in the second half, we go up three points. And then it was like the team just died. The car ran out of gas. They wound up going Oklahoma and went on like a 19 to one run and uh-huh. we got whacked. But um, yeah. Charlie really enjoyed uh, uh, Norman, Oklahoma. Wow. He, so uh, he travels with the team. He's starting to yeah he he makes that's some awesome. of the trips last year as a freshman they don't travel the freshmen okay but I think as a sophomore there's a couple of them and they're gonna they're gonna cycle uh, Psycho- choose they're gonna um, alternate on oh, some of these trips and that's so he's, cool. he's that's really great. psyched about that and then he just found that it his senior year if he hangs around two more years to do it they were just chosen to play in the Maui Classic so he's really looking forward to that
0: oh, wow a little trip to Hawaii with the basketball team that's incredible yeah that wouldn't Good stink for him. as him
1: college kid right oh,
0: That's it's awesome.
1: Oh, that yeah. is good stuff. He's having fun with that, yeah. and he really likes. You get him on the show really and chat with all him a little guys bit. Guys on the team, they're, they're they're really friendly. They're good guys, and they include him on everything. They do a lot of stuff together, so it's really nice.
0: Oh, that's awesome. that, that is yep. that is great stuff. So, what yep. uh, is what do you think? What's the prognosis? Nit is is it a tournament team? You know, Steve.
1: Listen, if they don't make the NCAA tournament, I think it's a disappointment because they have a lot of okay. longer. They have their top players back from next year and some okay. of them they think might be draft choices. And so okay. you know, the only thing that could could hold that back is that maybe A, they're not as good as we think they are, some of these players, or B, you know, the the young coach, the he's the youngest coach in the nation, Kim English, that uh if he's really not up to the task yet, but well, what so about far, that gauntlet, the, in the big east, dude? Every yeah, night, no, every know. game. It's it's rough. Yeah. And they start off, as I said, with Marquette at home then they have butler at home then they have seton hall they play three home games in a row which i'm not happy about that means at the end of the year your Heine's going to be on the road for right. big wins right so um all you right. better pay it forward now and when these, we'll knock off these home games
0: all right cool um and listen because- listen we're going to cover some some jersey teams too i mean how ridiculous is this where the where the uh, jersey hardwood uh podcast here, Princeton yeah. came in and just rinsed us in the first, uh, you know. Now, Rutgers just wasn't ready for him. I was, was yeah. covering Princeton, and we got to do that. We got to, yeah, uh, you know, really cover good. their season a little bit. We talked a little bit about Mammoth tonight. We weren't yeah. even sure that Xander Rice was uh, <laughs> was uh, King Rice's kid. Um, and yeah. that seems obvious. But, um, uh, but uh, you we'll know, go those, we got to cover, like and, and also these other teams, too, when they're, you know, if, if anything happens of note with the Fairleigh Dickinson's of the world and the St. Peter's of the world, although I don't know if much is going to be happening there. The Riders of the world will certainly yeah. uh, will certainly bring that up as well. So that'll thanks, do sir. it uh, for uh, this week. Uh, we will be back next week with Playmore more uh, basketball coverage. Johnny, thanks for uh, joining me. And listen, You're you can welcome. get us on Spotify. You can get us on iTunes. You can get us on SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher. On a bunch of directories, so uh, look us up. Uh, listen up. We're also on moresportsnow.com. That's our site. Want to thank our man Aaron Levine, at LG Insurance. It's a Jerseys Insurance Company. Uh, great guys at Jersey Company, and uh, just search them, LG Insurance. Uh, they're, Thanks, uh, Aaron. they're with us the uh, it. for uh, for another season, and uh, that'll do it for this week. We'll catch you all next week. Bye bye.